Hey, Keith Kelly here. Uh, we just got, I just got back from the gym, and I really wanted to pass this information on to you guys. I was reading as I was cycling, and uh, I'm reading in the book called Anyone, Anywhere, Anytime. Uh, this is a book written by uh, a gentleman by the name of Mike Shipman, and I'm reading, I decided to really do it by the chapter. I was trying to do two chapters at, at a time, but I'm going to do one chapter. Uh, I'm with We Will Go Ministries. This is a podcast. We like to call it the Seven Minute po uh, Podcast. And uh, basically, I just want to tell you about this chapter seven of this book. And I'm going to read some experts of things that I highlighted and hope to give you some interest, to tantalize your interest. That way, you'll go and get the book on Amazon and learn how to witness. Uh, as we examine Jesus' pattern of evangelism with the woman at the well, uh, we could see the five-step pathway that he took. As he looked more closely, as we look more closely, we gain insights into the character of Jesus' witness. Jesus always witnessed well. As he followed his example, we will do well to emulate the same characteristics. He was intentional. Uh, as it pointed out, Jesus had to go to Samaria in order to witness to the Samaritan woman. Even though it seemed spontaneous, it was, in fact, intentional. He actually went there. Christians who plan to share the gospel do so much more often than those who passively wait for the Spirit to lead them. God's Word has already commanded us to share the gospel, so the Spirit is already leading us to do it. Okay, being informal. He was informal. Uh, it says, most Jesus' witnessing experiences occurred in the course of everyday life. Rather than waiting for a formal religious setting, Jesus witnessed informally. In the case of the Samaritan woman, Je Jesus witnessed beside a well, not at the synagogue. Um, any three takes place in an informal, natural way. By the way, if anyone anywhere in the world invites you to sit down and talk, what, you're, what they're actually saying is, share the gospel with me. Okay? He was interactive. When Jesus shared the gospel with the woman at the well, he could have pointed his finger and preached at her, but he didn't. He never acted condescending or condemning. Instead, he was interactive and engaging. According to the epistle of John, gospel, Jesus spoke seven times to the Samaritan woman, spoke six times in their conversation. Jesus Interactive style was his pattern throughout the witnessing encounter, okay? He had initiative, okay? Jesus guided the conversation as well. Often a woman raised issues that were not directed toward Jesus' plan, so he gently redirected the conversation. Jesus only followed after issues that were heading toward the gospel. Look again at the pastor. See how Jesus guided the conversation. Notice that Jesus naturally said something else in response to her statements. But he chose to lead instead of just going along for the ride. Let's return to John 4, 7, 26. And you see Jesus did, th what he, Jesus did this. When uh, he first met the woman, she was minding her, her own business until Jesus asked her for a drink. In verse 7, instead of discussing cultural religious differences, he brought up the topic of living water. Instead of debating whether he was greater than Jacob and Jesus, greater than Jacob, Jesus stayed with the topic of living water. The Savior's most interesting in, uh, initiative was when the woman asked for for the living water. 
Also, personal testimonies about peace and love, comments about Jesus' wisdom and power, and discussions from the holy books and other religions may at times be beneficial, but remember, only the gospel has the power to save. Only the gospel of Jesus Christ. For this reason, the gospel should be the primary message the witness shares. That's the most important thing. Be a bearer of the best news and the news that sin has been paid for. Captain, I'm going to recapture everything. What you've learned. Any three insights. Intentional, informal, interactive, initiative. Introducing the Messiah. You have to introduce the Messiah as the fifth thing. Okay? So it's so important as we see that when you're witnessing, and you're witnessing is a deliberate, you have to make a deliberate move to go witness. You just can't uh, if a person brings up the gospel. Uh, and it's not all the time at church. Uh, people basically hear the gospel at church, but we're supposed to be carriers of the gospel. We're all do, supposed to do the work of an evangelist. I mean, that's what the Bible says to do. Uh, we have to follow God's word, and we have to do the work of an evangelist. Just as Jesus did at the woman, of the, uh, woman at the well, when he witnessed to her. It was interactive. It was casual. It wasn't preachy. So those are the things that we really need to take note of when we're telling people about Jesus Christ and about the kingdom of heaven and about an eternal hell. Because the bottom line is, we have to be witnessing. I mean, America doesn't witness like it used to. Uh, we basically don't care about the people that are, are suffering. You know, the, the name of this uh, broadcast is Extreme Faith in Jesus. And the reason I called it that was because there's a lot of people out there that are preaching the word every single day in, in closed countries. That when they get captured, they get killed, or they get put in jail, or they get de deported. I mean, we we hear stories all the time in the news about in North Korea how, like, you know, there was missionaries that that basically, you know, got stuck there, got put in jail. I mean, you hear about it all the time, and we just kind of shrug it off as being over there. But we're supposed to be concerned about all of God's uh, people that's on this earth because the bottom line is we're supposed to be a testimony to every single person on this earth. And so we have to be uh, committed to the unreached and unengaged also. I mean, I know that we can witness and testify here in America. We are a free country, and we still have a challenge in doing it. Uh, like I said, I remember going to a, a service, and a, and a pastor mentioned one of the toughest things to get a, a congregation to do is to read the Bible. We don't read the Bible, and we don't tell people about Jesus, and we have to change that. I mean, it's important. I mean, it's, it's very important. It, please give me a call. My phone number is 559-217-0496 if this is a blessing to you. Um, our website is wewillgo.faith. Wewillgo.faith. Our, um, our, we have an email. Email is uh, ww, st uh, standing for we will, but wwgonow at gmail.com. Uh, you know, God bless you. Uh, and I really want you to uh, really keep in contact with me uh, and uh, as we as I do these podcasts and uh, and let me know how how they've been a blessing to you. God bless you and this has been the seven minute podcast. Keith Kelly, extreme faith in Jesus. <laughs>